Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The NFL is back, and it felt like it might never happen if you were listening to this program in March and April when everybody was out there with so much negativity raining down. I thought the game came off about as well as it possibly could. We have got a poll question out there that you guys can weigh in on. What letter grade would you give the NFL for last night's season opener between the Texans and the Chiefs? Uh, Just posted this poll uh, in the first five minutes. 2,000 of you have voted. You can go vote yourself. Follow me. uh, Track down the poll at Clay Travis. 23% of you gave the NFL an A for last night. 42% of you gave the NFL a B. 18% of you gave the NFL a C. And 17% of you gave the NFL a C a D or an F. So if I am watching this right now, uh, my poll results, and I bet somebody in the NFL PR office will, to me, that's not bad. 83% of fans out there uh, are giving right now in my poll uh, a A, B, or C grade to the NFL, which if I'm Roger Goodell, I would take 42% of you, nearly half of you are giving the NFL a B Uh, and uh, again, these numbers will continue to shift and evolve as people come in and weigh in. What grade would you give it, Danny G? I would give it an A. Yeah. What about you, Dub? I'd give it an A as well. (laughs) Do you make it unanimous, Eddie Garcia? 
I'll be a contrarian. I'll say B plus. So I mean, I I would give it an A. And 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 I understand some people out there are like, hey, I'm upset about the players and taking a stand and the statements and the social justice warrior and everything else. I get it. I do. I expected it to be so much more over the top than it was. I think you said a good point, Eddie. If you hadn't known about any of it, would you have even known there were statements in the end zone or anything on the player helmets to reflect? Like, if you just turned this game on, and I'm not talking, I didn't hear or listen, I a lot of times don't, to the way that the game is called. Uh, a lot of times I watch games on mute, uh, you know, football games in particular, because I know what's going to happen. I can watch the game. It's not like I'm missing anything. Uh, and I'll do a couple of other things. I'll, uh, you know, I'll be working or whatever while I've got the television on. I'm looking up to make sure I don't miss a big play. But I think you made a good point, Eddie, and, and it's kind of the way I felt too. If you didn't know that we were in the middle of the coronavirus, if you didn't know that we were in the middle of an unprecedented period of political activism, you could watch this NFL game last night and you would not know that either of those things were going on. Because even with the, the, the noise turned, I mean, even with the noise turned down, it would be easier. But if you can hear the crowd cheering. Like, when you watched the game take place on the field, it was almost unnoticeable that anything was different. And I think that's a win for the NFL. And that's why I would give them an A. Because the NFL has a product people like. Don't oversell it. Don't overanalyze it. Just play the games. And people want to watch and... We'll see what ends up happening going forward, but I thought it was about as well as this could have gone for the NFL. 877-996-6369. We're taking some of your calls. Let me get to some of those right now. Who's up next, Dub? Uh, we got Grant in Kansas City. Grant, what would you say? How would you assess the NFL's opener? Uh, I'd give it probably a B-plus A. Yep. Um I was at the game last night. Luckily, I was one of the few that were able to get a ticket. What was the yeah? So, what was the experience like as a fan attending that game last night? How did it compare to a normal game uh, watching the Chiefs play at Arrowhead? It was pretty crazy, just because I mean there was few fans there compared to normal, and it was still electric. I mean, it still got extremely loud on third downs, and and when we made that interception. Um, it was pretty crazy, but the the big thing that I'm reading all over social media right now is kind of upsets me as a Kansas City native and a big-time Chiefs fan is that the Chiefs fans were booing when all the uh, players lined up in the middle of the field, and that is 100% not true. The announcer came over the loudspeakers and asked for a moment of silence and unity with the players. What people aren't showing is that 20 seconds before that happened, the Texans came out of the locker room and then everyone started booing because that's what we do here in Kansas City when the visiting team comes out of the locker room. Yep. There was there was absolutely no booing. You could probably hear something drop, you know, 30 sections away. So I just that upsets me being a Kansas City native that the national rhetoric really right now is that there was a bunch of Chiefs fans that were booing when these players are trying to stand up for something, you know, that's kind of crazy happening but, in our country right now. By the way, what was the tailgate scene like? Were people having beers and hanging out before the game? I don't know. I, people sent me some videos. I'm just kind of curious. Did you see as a guy who went to the game last night? Yeah, it was um, – so normally you can park, you know, every single space is taken up, but they had it kind of like checkerboard style. 
in yep. the parking lot where every other space is was filled up and then the row in front of you or behind filled up. And they said, like, they were on the, your tickets and stuff, they said you had to stay in your little pod when you were tailgating. And, like, when you were in the stadium, um, your four- or six-seat area in your row, you were only allowed to stay in there. And then they had the rest of the seats, like, industrial zip-tied up. Yeah, so, so you, you couldn't... can't even put the other seats down. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, would you go back based no. on your experience in the uh, in the stadium? Like, would you be comfortable going back for more games this year? A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Just because you know, even I had a guy that was in my quote unquote pod who was three sheets to the wind at halfway through the first quarter, and he was still wearing his mask. They had people <laughs> walking around like asking people like if they had it down without eating or drinking they're asking people to put their mask back on at least in the area i was in and even when we were walking out and pretty much shoulder to shoulder every got to the parking lot thanks for the call um and uh and, and uh, thanks for listening i think it's always interesting to get you know sort of the perspective of the fan in the stadium i think kansas city has phenomenal fans i mean the chiefs do in my experience, uh, I, you know, just from doing this show, you guys know I'm a Titans fan, and the number of Kansas City Chiefs fans who reached out to offer me tickets when the Titans were playing in the AFC Championship game, it blew me away. Never seen anything like it. Um, and we got a lot of listeners in Kansas City, and obviously Jason Whitlock spent a lot of his time in Kansas City when he was writing, and so we have a big audience in Kansas City without kick in general. Uh, but one of the best fan bases that uh, that I've had the experience of interacting with. Um, and uh, and so I think, again, a lot of the booing that is being attributed to, oh, these Chiefs fans hate the moment of unity. No, they were uh, uh, booing the Houston Texans team. Uh, and, and it's going to be played up by the woke media that wants to have a reason to be upset uh, about what happened in the game. But I don't think there's a lot of substance there. Who's up next up? Uh, we got GW in Cincinnati. What's up, what man? Clay, how you doing, man? Excellent. Good morning. Hey, uh, with all due respect to the Chiefs fan, and as the Bengals fans, I'll probably be the same way, but they were actually booing the Texans during a moment of silence. Uh, your colleague at night, uh, Jason Smith and, and Mike Harmon, and Dome, they played the tape. And, you know, the Texans were already out on the field. But nevertheless, you know, the fans should have the right to express their opinions because you and I both know, Clay, the players damn sure are going to express their opinions. I love the pregame show. I actually didn't know that Alicia Keys was that thick. So I was, I was love watching her. I, uh, I saw the symbols on the helmet. I saw the end racism uh, stickers on the uh, end zone pads. Uh, it didn't bother me. Actually, it reminded me of the NBA. Once the game started, Everything was everything, and that's another thing, Clay. It was a great night. I watched Serena lose. I watched the NBA, and I watched the NFL football. I got to hook up like you do. It looks like a sports bar in my basement with all the TVs. So um, I had a great night, man. I give the I give the NFL a B, and it was only because of the the, the, the fans booing the moment of silence. But uh, I love that they were acknowledged the the movement, and uh, like I said, the game was the game, and. It reminded me like the NBA. It's probably the best product we got out there right now, and um, it looked really good. The pumped-in fan music, uh, fan uh, noise, I thought that was kind of artificial. But outside of that, no. Yeah, I thought it was great. Thanks for the call. Um, I I didn't think that the fan noise was pumped in. Did anybody else? Like, I thought 
when I listen, and maybe the maybe NBC just got me totally tricked and and made me think that the Chiefs fans who were there were actually louder than they were. But to me, it sounded completely like a normal game. You know, on third down, the noise was more substantial. I know there's only 25% of fans there, and maybe they dial, maybe they dialed up the uh, the audio read a little bit. You know, they have those boom mics everywhere where they're getting the crowd noise. Did they say anything? They was, did. What did they yeah, say? I think you're right about the boom mic placement because Al Michaels made a point to say that they were not adding any noise in the stadium or on the telecast. Yeah. I, 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 it sounded totally normal to me. And, uh, I mean, look, one of the things that I think is interesting is if you're one of the 25% that actually gets in, you're probably a pretty diehard fan. And you also probably are thinking, I got to make more noise than I ordinarily would because there's only 25% of us. And, uh, and, and so I thought the Chiefs fans brought their A game uh, in terms of what it sounded like. Again, if you're just watching the on-the-field results – and the game itself, I think it's hard to hard to tell that it felt very much different. Now, when they pan back and you can see the stadium, or certainly if you saw Andy Reid with his face shield, uh, or you saw the coaches that were uh, wearing the mask, like you would have an idea that something was different. But if you're just watching the on the field related results, there isn't really, to me, any any noticeable aspect there. Uh, who's up next, Dub? Let's get through the callers, and then uh, we got a couple of audio uh, clips we're going to play. What you got? Yeah, last one here. We got Darren in Nebraska. Darren, what'd you think? Hey, you know what? I was I was prepared to give him probably a C, C minus, but I'd say at least an A minus. I was uh, I was surprised. I was I was happy with it. Um, and by the way, thanks for the thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, three quick things I wanted to say is one, man, what a return to normalcy. Just hearing the sound of Al Michaels, that was just yeah. That was, like, that was like music to my ears to hear that again. It was like everything was okay. Uh, the second thing was I was proud of the Chiefs. I am a Chiefs fan. Proud of the Chiefs for uh, standing for the anthem. And and thirdly, I just proud of the Chiefs overall because I mean they looked every bit the champion. You know they yeah. looked sharp, and I think they set a really good standard for the rest of the league. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, appreciate the call. By the way, updated on the poll, and I think these results will probably stand for a while. Uh, over 5,000 of you have voted in the first 15 minutes here. 25% of you giving the NFL an A for last night's game. 41% of you giving them a B. Uh, 18% giving them a C. And uh, 16% giving them a D or an F. Uh, let me update you uh, on what I'm hearing about the Big Ten, by the way, because I think I teased that a little while back. What I am hearing on the Big Ten, uh, there's going to be news that comes out this afternoon on the Big Ten. Uh, I think they are going to release more information involving the Nebraska lawsuit. Uh, that's what I have been told. So expect for there to be news coming out from the Big Ten uh, relating to that Nebraska lawsuit sometime on Friday. I also believe, based on conversations that I have had, that as we go into the weekend, this is a monumentally important time for whether or not the Big Ten is going to be able to play. I have been told that by Monday, potentially, as soon as Monday, we could have a new vote in the Big Ten that would potentially allow the Big Ten to come back and play a season starting in October, okay? So uh, there is a movement afoot, as I've been telling you for a while, to fight for the return of Big Ten football. And uh, a, a return in October could potentially allow the Big Ten 
to compete in the uh, national championship in the playoff. And there is a belief that momentum is building. They are going to get new health and safety recommendations. The White House is trying to do whatever they can to help and assist the Big Ten in being able to play. And there is a belief uh, among many that early next week, there will be a new vote based on new health and safety protocols about whether or not the fall football season can happen, potentially starting as soon as October. I am optimistic uh, that the Big Ten could be able to pull this off. Obviously, time is of the essence uh, because you need to ramp up the overall workouts and training so that you are ready for full contact football. And uh, the belief is among many schools that they need three or four weeks in order to ramp that up. Well, you can do the math yourself. A uh, October 10th or October 17th start date uh, are the days that I have heard the most discussion surrounding. And so uh, I think these Big Ten presidents and chancellors are going to have a chance to revisit the decision that they made roughly a month ago. By the way, as we are going to break here, I should also mention today is the 19th anniversary of 9-11, a day that for very many people changed the way uh, many of us live and certainly was an unbelievable challenge and tragedy to a huge number of American families out there. Uh, It's crazy to think that it's been almost a generation now since 9-11 happened. Uh, I am 41 years old. I remember uh, exactly where I was, like a lot of you do. I was a first-year law student at Vanderbilt University. Uh, woke up and uh, heard that a, a plane had hit the building, drove in, and I was in my torts class when uh, they came in and announced to everybody what was going on exactly. It is a, a moment that certainly for many of us feels much sooner even now than 19 years ago. Uh, I appreciate all of you spending uh, your uh, morning with us. Uh, We will be right back with Shannon Spake, who is on her uh, way, I believe, or about to be on her way uh, to Detroit to get ready for the opener between, I believe it's the Bears and the Lions that she has. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We are joined now by Shannon Spake, who I believe is on her way to the airport to travel to Detroit to cover the opener of the NFL season. Is that correct, Shannon? That is correct. It took me about five hours to pack yesterday uh, because I'm like, it's like a time capsule, right? I'm pulling stuff out of my suitcase. I haven't been on the road since we were in Miami for the Super Bowl, Clay. So, I mean, like my my suitcase has literally went in the closet and, and, and they were there, right? So everything goes, I have like granola bars and... and <laughs> and like all this kind of food in there, and then I'm like, okay, great. But yes, I am on my way to Detroit, and so Chicago at Detroit this weekend. And uh, yeah, I mean, my goodness, it's back. I was uh, texting with my crew. I'm with Jonathan Vilma and Kenny Albert this season, and I was texting with them last night. As soon as that ball went in the air, that just like NFL is back, and, and I just think it's a great release for all of us. Did you feel like I did, and, and obviously like a lot of our listeners did, that this felt like a normal game? And I know normals in quotation marks because everything is so abnormal in general. But you mentioned being down at the Super Bowl, and we were down there covering it in Miami, which feels like 10 years ago now. Yeah. But, you know, the first game played since the Super Bowl. If you had just been, like, unaware of anything that's gone on, let's pretend like you were, you know, in a time capsule and you suddenly popped back up for the NFL, 
I think for the most part, the game last night would have looked normal to you, right? Like, obviously, when they showed the crowds or when they showed Andy Reid and his face mask, uh, that welding-type mask or whatever the heck he was wearing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it would have looked normal by and large. It certainly sounded normal. And I think for a lot of people, it was like, oh, thank God. Like, you know, we're going to get back to normal at some point. And the NFL being back is a big part of normalcy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah, I, I was really interested to see how uh, sort of like we would intertwine uh, the X's and O's with all of the stuff that's happened before we actually got on the field um, between the social justice stuff and, and obviously the, the COVID. And I thought they did a really good job. I thought Chris and Al, when they were talking about the game, with the exception of the start of the game, I mean, it was X's and O's, right? And, and Michelle was able to kind of weave in some of the bigger storylines uh, that was going on that was going on in the world. And I thought they did a really good job of sort of uh, that balance because I think it's important to tell both stories because both stories obviously are what we're, we're in, right, and, and what we are uh, moving forward through in this NFL season. I was also really interested to see how Michelle did her job. Obviously, that's where I will be this weekend. Uh, you could see that she was in the first row of the stadium. We don't have access to the field right now. And so I know all of, all of the, the sideline reporters were watching that very closely to see how it was done. But, hey, there was a time where I wasn't even in front of the television, and I heard the crowd noise. And I thought to myself, wow, this really sounds like a real NFL game with real fans. I didn't, it didn't miss a beat for me. Now, for Detroit, I don't think they're going to have fans present, right? So have you thought about what it will feel like to be, like you just said, doing your job for maybe the first row of a totally empty stadium? Yeah, I think, well, yeah, I don't know how much crowd noise they're going to pump into Detroit. Yes. Um, I talked to Akeem Hicks last night on the phone. He obviously plays for the Chicago Bears. And I asked, and I and I actually spoke with Carryon Johnson as well, and I asked them about sort of that crowd noise that they've been pumping in, and if it was bothering them because Kyle Shanahan said it was like human torture yeah. to hear that kind of over the intercom, and they said that they don't actually hear it. They're so focused on what they're doing, and every single guy that I talked to on the phone yesterday, Clay, they all said that it feels like this is the week that NFL is back. They said that their schedule has been so regiment that they are back on schedule, and it feels like game week they have flipped that switch and it was uh it was awesome to hear that from these guys but i'll tell you i was talking to akeem right at eight o'clock when that ball was kicking off and i mean i think i let out a, a squeal because it was just i mean it, it's back right yeah and and it not only is the nfl back but you think about this weekend and all of the activity that we have going on you got the u.s open tennis tournament right which is going to be resolved mm-hmm. i think this weekend uh, you've got NASCAR still going on, right, if I'm not mistaken. You're the expert there. Yeah, the N- the mm-hmm. NFL is officially back. College football last night, I know you grew up in South Florida. The Hurricanes played, even though it kind of got overshadowed. Major college football in the Power Five Conference is officially back. Big 12 and ACC will be playing. you got Major League Baseball now starting to roll towards the uh, towards the uh, the playoffs there. The NBA is in the middle of the playoffs. They're going to shortly have the Eastern and Western Conference finals set. Uh, you got the PGA that's still going. Next week, I believe, is the U.S. Open in golf. So you've got the PGA going on. I'm sure that I have missed something that is going on out there. But that's pretty unbelievable, right? When you consider all of the sports options that the average fan is going to have headed into the weekend. Clay, there's so much going on in this world right now with the fires out in on the West Coast and yep. the COVID. And obviously today being September 11th, so 
uh, sending out my prayers and thoughts to everyone who was directly involved in that day, which are so many, so many Americans. Uh, but yes, to have all this sports, listen, that's what, that's why all of us are sports fans. It's that release. It's that momentary release from all of the stuff that we have to deal with on a daily basis. And there's a lot of it right now, and that's not going to stop. But it is nice to turn on the TV and, and see a, a see a touchdown from uh, from Deshaun Watson and, and from uh, Patrick Mahomes. You uh, mentioned 9-11, and we were just talking about yeah. that at the end of, uh, of the first hour, at the, at the beginning of the second hour. It's the 19th anniversary. Uh, I believe you were in New York City working at the yep. time of 9-11. It's uh, stunning to me now to think about because there are so many people who are probably listening to this podcast now, uh, young people, who really don't have much of a recollection of 9-11. It's been almost 20 years since it happened tomorrow, uh, you know, next year. When we officially get to the 20th anniversary, I think will be just an eye-opening moment for a lot of people that an entire generation has passed since 9-11 happened. For people out there who may not have experienced it or may not have experienced it as a New Yorker did, what was that day like for you? I still remember it like it was yesterday, honestly. So I worked at CBS News, the national news. Um, I worked for the early show, and I remember taking the subway um, I worked between 57th, between 10th and 11th. And I got off that subway at 57th Street on that morning. And I remember the sky. And, and that's one thing that people will tell you a lot. The sky was just this, like, brilliant color blue. And I remember, I like, identifying, like, wow, this is a beautiful day. I made the turn getting off the subway. And there was literally a person running down the street of New York screaming that a plane had hit the World Trade Center. And by the time I got to work, we realized that it wasn't just, like, a, a small plane. That day was crazy. I mean, we didn't know what was going to happen next from the Trade Center to the Pentagon to, you know, Philadelphia. Uh, I had to walk um, from the city. I was living in Queens at the time, so I had to walk across the Greensboro Bridge to get home that night. I remember looking back towards the south end of the, of the uh, of Manhattan and just seeing that big, huge plume of smoke and, and silent um, uh, ambulances. Like, the lights were on, but there was silence. And it was just a moment that I will never, ever, ever forget. I remember all of the missing signs. It has directly impacted my life in so many ways. It's interesting. My dad, is, he was an airline pilot. And last night, he sent me a picture of um, his flight release from, I guess, the FAA when he was getting ready to, uh, I don't know where he was that day. But it basically said, it described what was going on. And at the end, it said, God bless you all. Please be safe. So, I mean, sure, that, that day has impacted me and who I am and how I live my life uh, in so many ways. And uh, it was certainly, um, my kids know about it. Um, we've been down there. I haven't taken them to the museum, but I've certainly showed them the footprint and the memorial. The museum, if you've never been there, is, is beautifully incredible. And so I, I highly recommend anyone who gets a chance to go there. And, and for people out there who are not familiar with with that event, it was awful and it was a tragic day and the impact of it obviously has continued to echo for years and years since, not just for people who lost family, but in terms of the way that the world has spun since then. The one positive I would say that came out of 9-11 was an incredible national unity, the likes of which I have never seen in my life, mm. and I'm 41. Um, and, uh, and, you know, what I would uh, equate it for Shannon on some level is probably the way that America responded. I know you've talked about your, uh, grandfather who fought in, in world war two, there was sort of a national unity as of common purpose, certainly not one that we have today, 
But looking back almost 20 years now, that is as profoundly and proud, I think, as most Americans have ever stood in unity together in our lifetimes. For you, would that be the positive? And would you agree that that moment as a New Yorker, but also as an American, is probably the most unified this country has felt in our lifetimes, meaning you and I were around the same age? It was an incredible time to be in New York City. I remember uh, before that, you know, you get on a subway or you get on a bus and, and you'd be isolated. There'd be hundreds of people around you and you would kind of be in your own little bubble. And after that, you knew what every single person on that bus or subway was thinking. You knew what that when they looked towards that area, um, <clears throat> what they were thinking. I remember being on subways with rescue workers that, that had like a, a piece of metal or something that you knew that they had just come from uh, the area of the World Trade Center, and they were down there risking their lives and seeing things that human beings should never see. And certainly being in New York, you know, people on the street screaming and chanting for the, for the New York Fire Department and, and for the police department, just in the middle, you know, middle of the day as a, as a fire truck would go down the street. It was an incredible scene to be sort of around that, but obviously also very horrific and scary. Uh, as I mentioned, I worked for CBS, and so when I would go to work in the morning, there'd be family members out there with their missing signs trying to get a picture of their loved one on TV outside of, you know, the, the national network. And so you, you did have this sort of these beautiful moments also intertwined with these really tragic ones. We're talking with Shannon Spake. You can follow her on Twitter. She's in her car on the way to the airport. Have you flown since, uh, since we got back from, uh, since basically everything shut down back in March? No, and my husband's like, do you remember how to do it? <laughs> like, I don't know. Are you nervous uh, at all about getting on an airplane? I'm not nervous about getting on an airplane. I'm obviously going to take every precaution. You should see, I bought these, like, onion. I know, you're, if I sent you this picture, you would probably roll your eyes. You'd be like, come on. Um, I'll have my mask on, and I bought these onion glasses that are supposed to kind of protect your eyes. I'm going to take every precaution. We're getting tested every single week on site. So we'll be tested on Saturday, which I feel really good about. But obviously, I think it's important for all of us. Fox Sports is, is having us do that. So I, I think it's important that we, we kind of are aware uh, that this is still out there. And being on an airplane is certainly something that uh, can expose us to those situations. So I am going to take every precaution. But I, I'm not scared. Yeah, I flew back in May, which is early for a lot of people, but we went down to the beach, my wife and I, and uh, look, I would fly now. I don't have anywhere to go, <laughs> but uh, if, somebody need, to go. <laughs> yeah, if somebody needed me to be somewhere, I would be fine doing it, but it is kind of crazy. Like When you got back from uh, the Super Bowl, as you were saying, you would have never thought that we were going to have the six or seven months that we have, and now it does feel like with the NFL coming back and college football coming back and all of the sports being played right now, that at least for the American sports fan, which is obviously a lot of people who are listening to me right now, things are getting back rapidly to some form of normalcy. Clay, you talked about being at the Super Bowl and where you guys had the fans that came and watched your show and you're high-fiving people. I can't even hug my mom right now. And then, like, you know, you think about, like, how, like, I mean, how crazy it is the time that we're in. People come over and I'm like, are we allowed to, like, hug? Are we allowed to high-five? Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's insane. But, I, again, I, I'm just happy that the NFL is, is, is making this happen. I, the players have to be given so much credit. Uh, for the way that they've approached that. I know that you have that stat, right? I think I saw one player tested positive yes. when they did their last COVID. That's incredible. That's incredible. 
And uh, you really have to give them a lot, a lot of credit. All right, on the field, you've got the Lions with Matthew Stafford coming back after a season-ending injury. They were the Lions' offense, and Matthew Stafford personally really productive prior to that. And then also on the Bears' sideline, you've got the ongoing drama surrounding Mitch Trubisky who beat out Nick Foles. How much of a leash do you think Mitch Trubisky has? In other words, if he came out and played poorly in the first half, is this a quick yank situation based on what you've heard? And what are you hearing about Matthew Stafford and his health uh, as he returns to, uh, to the league? Stafford's good, everything I heard. I mean, listen, this is one of the toughest guys in the NFL. When he sat out last year, and I covered some of those games that he was on the sideline, uh, it was it was incredible to actually have him pulled from those games. You knew he was in a lot of pain. He was amazing to watch him on the sidelines last year when he was not playing. He had a clipboard in his hand, a headset on his head. He was a coach on the sideline. There was no sitting around for Matthew Stafford. And I think that, uh, it, you know, listen, they respected him regardless. But, I mean, I did talk to Carrion Johnson, and they said seeing him do that just kind of set another tone for them. As far as Mitchell Trubisky, I do not think that they'll pull him game one. I just don't think they'll do that. Uh, Is the least short? I also covered a lot of uh, Bears games last year, and I had to do those halftime interviews with Matt Nagy when when Trubisky was not making the plays, and he wasn't very happy at the end of the season. From everything that I've heard, Trubisky is, is, is walking a different walk. He's talking a different talk. Who knows how the quarterback battle affected him. I talked to one of the players who said, like, that's the grit that we want to see out of our quarterback. So maybe it went a long way. I mean, think about it. Just two years ago, you know, he was, he was lighting it up, went to the Pro Bowl, right? And last year had the year that he had. So I do not think it's a game one. We'll pull him at halftime if he's struggling. Uh, but I do think the leash is shorter than it would be for, for a normal guy just because of how last year went. Shannon, we'll be watching. Have a good flight and enjoy uh, the Bears and the Lions. And we'll talk to you next week. Okay, cool. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be all right, I told you yesterday my picks. I said Chief Saints in the Super Bowl, Jags yeah. are going to be the worst team, Cardinals are going to win the NFC West as my out on a limb pick, and I said the MVP of the league I thought would end up being Tom Brady. Uh, that is my take, all right? So uh, let's go around rapidly yep. here and get everybody's picks on the record with the start of the NFL season. Clay, my AFC champ is my out on a limb. Not going chalk. I took Chiefs last year. This year, I'm saying their defense was the third best in the NFL last season. I love the Stephon Diggs edition. I'm going to go out on a limb and take the Buffalo Bills. That is a huge limb. Yep. And then the NFC champ, the 49ers, in honor of the Bay Area Central Valley radio legend Dave Holmes, who passed away on Wednesday, close radio friend of mine, Number one on the air for 25 years. He was a huge Dodgers and Niners fan. In his honor, I'm going to crown the Niners as the Super Bowl champion. Uh, and uh, any MVP surprise? I'm going to take Jimmy G as the MVP. Oh, wow. That, that yep. is a lot of crazy picks from you. Uh, Thank you. All right. Uh, worst team? Hey, that's chalk. Jags. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't even think we need to have that conversation. The Jags yeah. are going to be the worst team in the NFL. Uh, all right. Uh, what about you, Dub? Who you got? All right. Out of the AFC, I got... The Kansas City Chiefs feel yeah. pretty good about that one after last night. NFC, I'm going back to the well. I think uh, if you remember last year, I took the Cowboys. 
I'm taking the Cowboys again. I think they get it done this year. Super Bowl champions, I got Chiefs first, Cowboys. And I'm going Dallas just because if I'm right, I can be a genius. And if I'm wrong, no one will remember. Uh, out on a limb, I got the Browns winning the AFC North. Last year, they were probably the most hyped-up team in the NFL. They have the same roster. The only thing that's changed is they have a way better coach. So why not? Uh, worst team, Jags, and MVP, Mahomes. So those are my picks. What about you, Eddie? Anything uh, jumping out? Any craziness? <sighs> I hate you, Dub. I've got the Cowboys <laughs> over the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, Mike McCarthy wants to prove he can do it without Aaron Rodgers. I got Dak having a huge year, very motivated. He's the MVP of the league. My worst team is the Jets. Uh, and what else was there? Uh, I, I don't know, Liam. I got the Ravens having a terrible season because Lamar Jackson is going to get hurt early in the season. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, um, the expectation. Thanks for those. So all those are written down now. Roberto is out. Do you know what his pick was? Oh, uh, oh I'm sure it was the Raiders going to win the Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have his right here in front of me. He's got the Chiefs and Saints in the Super Bowl. We said the exact same Super Bowl as me. Yep, Saints winning. Wow, yeah, same as you. Uh, his out on a limb. Bucks missed the playoffs. Yeah, that would be a surprise. Worst team, Jags. MVP, Drew Brees. Uh, uh, Drew Brees would be interesting because he's never won an MVP before. All right, so uh, that is uh, our predictions as we roll into the NFL season. We come back uh, to start the top of our three here. A couple different things we're going to dive into. Obviously, the return of the NFL, but the absolute latest on what I am hearing from the Big Ten. We are also scheduled to be joined by Joel Klatt right off the top of the hour so we will be joined by him I need to figure out what hotel room he's in and see if he's actually awake uh, but we can call his cell and wake him up he is calling a game tomorrow he's the lead college football analyst for Fox Sports and uh, we will see where he is I believe he's in Kansas if I'm not mistaken I think they flipped uh, the game that he is calling because the Baylor Louisiana Tech game that they did have was actually canceled so College football, Power 5 conferences started last night with Miami. College football going on. We'll talk to Joel Klatt. We'll also continue to break down the NFL game and what the latest is on the Big Ten. We'll talk about Joel with that as well. All that's still to come. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a single minute. Thanks to all of you for supporting OutKick as we roll into the weekend. I hope you guys are having fantastic Fridays. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.